Victorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody, to the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And as always, it's all good, baby, baby. It was all a dream. We used to read Blood Horse Magazine. I'm your host, Chase Sessoms. It's Wednesday. What does that mean? It's the BBW show. This is all about Bankroll Builder Wednesday. We take a look at a Friday card. You got a $100 budget. And who's we? Uh Uh-oh. The man I proclaimed was it. Last time uh, he was on the show, uh, you may know him as Armchair Handicapping on Twitter. I know him as well, Armchair Handicapping on Twitter. But his name is also Matt. So, Matt, welcome to the show. I know you're like uh, out of town on business and everything, so I appreciate you, uh, you know, popping in. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, I'm out traveling in Nebraska right now for a project and uh, making my way back to Kentucky here tomorrow. So, got to travel, but also got to work on the horses. What what part of uh are you close enough to to Fawner Park to to check out the check out the fawns? I wish I wish I'm uh between Lincoln and Omaha. Here's fun fact. So I've only been in Nebraska once. Uh, do you know? I'm not sure if you know my buddy XFL Jim, who I do uh, mm-hmm. do another show with. Uh, he he lives in a very very tiny town in Nebraska, and this is what oh. I figured out. He, so he like. He lives where you have to fly into like Grand Island, like that part yeah. of Nebraska. And um, you know, I had some some air, you know, air trouble, and uh, had to end up diverting my flight to Omaha just to get there for the weekend for the stuff we were gonna do. And turns out, feels like everything is between Omaha and Lincoln. Like, yeah. it's it, it's uh it's for sure like a great place to train a uh a superman or a superhuman because it's not like you can fuck shit up like you just you know yeah. there's nothing you got, you got room to to play around yeah man yeah so you've been kicking it with matt rule now that he's up the head coach in nebraska yeah no uh no just uh out here for work and not much play unfortunately yeah it happens it <laughs> happens uh man so we're going to be taking a look at the Oakland card. You've been playing much Oakland so far this meet? Uh, not as much as I'd like, to be honest. How about you? It's been really kind of a – I've played pretty much every day. I think I missed Sunday, but uh, I, I've played pretty much every day. And I'll tell you what, like, it has been just so all over the place. Like, there, there hasn't been, like, a ton of consistency. And, like, mm-hmm. you try to catch in on, like, a track bias or something, and then it's completely gone the next day uh i want to say on saturday we had maybe like six winners come from the one hole and they were like one right after the other and i hadn't seen a rail bias that strong in a couple years it's been years since i've seen it that strong but once you adjusted to it i mean it was there there for the taking and honestly i mean we were talking i think last week and we were talking about how the outside paths were the gold spot to be and it just shows you how how fast the track can flip like that. You know, I I did the the data. I used to keep like 
extensive data on the track bias at Oakland and even like charted it out and everything. And what I found that was like absolutely crazy was it almost looks like a wavelength. Like, and it's, it's like drew during the course of a day, like it, the way it starts is the opposite of the way it finishes, which is the way it starts again. And then it just goes back to the opposite. So, I mean, it's something that like thinking about it the other day, I was like, you know, I need to really start incorporating that into what I'm doing that like, mid card switch because if you look at you know the saturday card it wasn't until late whenever the the rail got like super hot um right there's some smoking hot connections that i'm gonna gonna try to play here all right i will say real quick uh before we move on uh regarding track bias you got to check out ryan pip on twitter i'm sure you follow him but he he spits out these track profiles that i mean they are very useful and i appreciate him doing that because I mean, it's it's helped me get some winning tickets for sure. Let's you know what? Let's dive into track bias for just a minute here because this I used to be kind of the the extensive data person who who tracks those things, but I also what I've started doing is more of just kind of relying on what my eyes tell me. There are certain like little cues that I'm looking for for like uh, who's making up ground and what paths are they in when they're whenever they're making up ground. Um, did someone go gate to wire? Well, did it happen in a maiden? you know, in a maiden race, cause that's going to happen in, in maiden races. And so I tried to, I, I, maybe I should, should go back to the keeping extensive data, but I kind of like to be, uh, you know, I kind of like to make a little bit of handicapping jazz throughout the, uh, the course of the day to be able to, uh, you know, try to get in onto something, you know, early before everyone else gets on. Are you aware of the music known as jazz? That's enough bias talk. We are going to take a quick break here at the Notorious OTB, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And we get back, we're going to get all up in the BBW show. That's right. Bankroll Builder Wednesday. It's a $100 budget. Any race, any wager is on the table. Just whatever we think makes money. We will be right back. WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there's tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays. The NFL playoffs are here. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. This is 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you're someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. SGPN has teamed up with Homage for an NFL playoff challenge. The winner will get $300 cash, a $100 SGPN gift card, and a $100 Homage gift card. Homage has a ton of cool retro and throwback officially licensed NFL gear. Check them out at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash homage. For all the contest details, and enter, download the SGPN app, and hit the contest. Welcome back to the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Bankroll Builder Wednesday. Time to get paid, blow up like the world's trade. So, let's get into it. We're just going to dive into the card. This is the Friday card. Friday, January the 13th. Friday the 13th. Oh, shit, I should have planned for crazier stuff. It starts out... <laughs> 1.30 Eastern, 12.30 God's time, and it kicks off with an eight-and-a-half furlong, $30,000 maiden claimer. I know I had a play here. Uh, you look like you had a, a good number of plays. Uh, did you did you get a piece of race one? 
Yes, uh, I think this is a pretty competitive race for uh, being a maiden. Um, I am I am the six, seven, and eight from the outside. I know outside posts have been kind of struggling as of late, but uh, I think that number seven, Jane Bond, is going to get out for a nice early lead and uh, won't get pressed too much, I don't think, maybe a little by the three, in which, in fact, that three, I think, is the rabbit um, for this horse. I think they're both Diodoros. Uh, the three is a, a Brad Cox for a short leaf stables. Uh, I'm on the wrong race. That's why. Um, yep. But no, I'm still on the six, seven, and eight. Uh, like I said, the seven's going to get out there for that early speed. Um, but like I said, not too much pressure. So I think uh, should save some some gas for the late run. But that eight is going to be moving strong late from the outside. I think. Same with that six. So I. I really kind of like to play the connections game whenever I play, uh, whenever I play, uh, you know, Oakwan. Uh, it always is short leaf stables uh, when it comes to their maiden race. You know, their their maidens at Oakwan, especially whenever they're they're playing around with the Lasix. They've got Brad Cox, they got John Ortiz uh, back when they had uh, Bill Van Meter training. It doesn't matter. Love those horses. And uh, I actually decided to lean into. I think what might be the chalk, but I'm going to try to use it in a fashion to extract some value out of it. Doing a daily double really like this three Brad Cox trained. It's dropping in class coming out of $120,000 maiden special weight at Churchill Downs. Long layoff. First time Lasix first at route. Big time trouble last out. These are all things that just, you know, Brad Cox tends to excel with. And plus, you know, it's short leaf. And you really have to pay attention to what short when, uh, short leaf stables and what they do with their Lasix. Uh, as uh, Jason Barkley reminded me uh, whenever, on our Monday show, you know, they give a med-free bonus at Oakland. So usually whenever they're racing these horses without meds, they think that, it, that it's good enough to win. But some for some reason, whenever short leaf decides to apply them, it's like they strap, strapped a rocket to it. So <laughs> I'm playing a, uh, let's see, $10 uh, daily double here, kicking off with a three. And uh, heading into the second race, since I'm going to round out this double. Oh, give me you uh, gave your plays here for the first, right? Uh, just an exact box, small exact box on the six, seven, and eight. I'm, uh, I'm playing a safe game today, safe strategy, kind of attacking each race. Um, but, yeah, starting off slow, $1 exact box, six, seven, eight. All right. And I was daily double starting with three, going into the second, which is a nine furlong. Uh, which is a fairly long distance at Oakland. They uh, rarely do things stretch out this far. It's a $10,000 allowance, nine furlongs for four, year, four years old and up. And here I ended my double using the one uh, leader of men uh, for Ron, Ron Moquette uh, and then the eight uh, at a bigger price. Uh, take charge Jen at 15 to one uh, for Norman the Turtle. Norman McMi sorry, Norman McKnight with Eric Medean up. Uh, first of all, I mean, he's named after the cartel that, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, it, it embarrasses uh, me that I can't name, think of a name of a drug king. king <laughs> oh, well, whatever. Sold a lot of cocaine. That's the big takeaway. All right. Oh, Escobar. So, Escobar. Uh, Pablo Escobar. There we go. Pablo Escobar. So, leader of men. Basically, it didn't look like a lot of horses here could really handle this distance. And I thought, mm -hmm. you know, kind of drilled into the two. Uh, I, I think leader of men is probably your most likely winner. Uh, there's not a lot of speed here. Uh, should set a pretty easy pace early. And I think could definitely, you know, kind of take him around. But 
There are a couple of horses that like to be up near the front. If this kind of gets a little bit hotter than we expected, take take a look at Take Charge Gent. Uh, you know, coming out of the eight hole, uh, shipping from Woodbine, coming off the all weather. And as we all know, I'm a dirty little pig boy for horses shipping off of all weather. Little pig boy. Can I get the definition? Little pig boy. He's that pathetic, dirty bitch, baby. Mistress gets the stand on. So, I'm going to end up that daily double, that $10 daily double, with a 1 and 8 there. Hoping for the 8, I think I most likely get the 1, and I'm hoping it pays better than a win parlay would for 3-1 here. Uh, do you have anything for race 2, Matt? I do, but I actually have to bounce back to race 1. I forgot I've got a double as well. I'm starting off with the 7 and 8 in race 1, following up with the 1 and 2 in race 2. Um, so like, like you, I, I dug into that two and, uh, the one as well. I really like that one, uh, being at the rail. Um, and a lot of these horses have run against each other. So they are familiar with each other. Um, it's been kind of back and forth between a few, but, uh, this two, I really kind of have a hunch play here. Um, I think the last two races were more of conditioning races, uh, just used to get this horse back in form off a short layoff. And uh, you got A, Rodriguez in the saddle again, has experience with this horse, um, and it's definitely going to be pressing for the lead. But like you said, I think this pace is going to be rather slow. Uh, well, I should rather say more honest um, to the second call. So I, I do see a potential uh, stretch battle between quite a few horses. And uh, that's why I decided to do a, a little try box here. Uh, between the one, two, four, and six. Okay. I like it. I, I do like it. Uh, I mean, Coach Adams, that's a name that should, you know, ring out to anybody who's played Oakland quite a bit. So horses run there 22 times in its career. Uh, hell, a friend of mine uh, who uh, we will talk about later when we get to one of my plays, uh, they claimed uh, Coach Adams that I think it was his first claim as a as a owner. And, uh, man, I – you know, I, I like it. I, I'm hoping I get take charge jet, but I think you kind of got a good idea. And I really do think that you want someone who's going to be up towards the front as opposed to take charge jet who might sit a little bit further off. If I'm if I'm going to poke holes in my in my own plays here. So that wraps up race two. Let's take a look. Let's move on. Race three. Uh, it's another maiden race, I believe. Let's see if my there we go. We're scrolling now. Oh, never mind. Forty thousand dollar claimer, eight and a half furlongs, back to a more traditional Oaklawn distance. Uh, I mean, there's all sorts of angles to look in here. Hell, looking at the one, you've got Steve Asmussen with the pet horse angle with Good Penny. Uh, what did you decide to do with race three? So this is another race that uh, you've seen some some of these horses run against each other. Um, I am kind of avoiding this race. I do have a play, but it's, it's a smaller play compared to what I've done so far, which is already small, but, um, I don't really know who's going to win this race. To be honest, I can't narrow it down, uh, well enough to play aggressively. So I'm just doing a small $4 win place on the five. I'm trying to catch a price there, man. I like where your head's at, quite honestly. Um, I feel like we're really seeing this one, uh, you know, kind of the same because uh, I liked Cola's eyes too. Look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Eight to 
to one. It's not a mammoth price, uh, you know, by the morning line, but it is going to probably float up quite a bit because you do have horses like uh, Good Penny. You do have Big Bad D Diva. You do have uh, Gianna's Gift. Uh, you know, I like uh, that this one will more than likely be overlooked because of the record at the distance. Uh, mm -hmm. Five, oh, two, and one. And those, those two have been very close. They've been by like a head. Uh, I like the aggressive placing going up in class here, uh, you know, after right off of the claim. Um, right. You know, you know, it looks like a, a positive move here that the uh, the trainer believes in it, which I believe what this one is uh, Norm McKnight uh, again. Oh, nope. Terry Brennan uh, with Elvin Gonzalez up. Elvin, who usually does his riding for Jason Barkley. Uh, you know, you've got some of the kind of, you know, good steady works that it looks like the horse is kind of maybe being raced into shape because the works are long back. Uh, but it looks like the horse is being raced in shape, but it really looks like it's rounding into form. So if Terry Brennan can get this horse to fire first off the claim, then I think we got a shot. I also think mm -hmm. the price flights because, uh, floats because Terry Brennan, 0 for 8 first after, after the claim. It's a small sample size. I am never scared away from by 0% because you catch him that one time, it's going to pay. Exactly. Exactly. I was out on race four. Oh, and I was a $10 win. Alan, she's cold as ice, but I was out on race four, didn't have a play. So, Matt, take it away. Let me set up the race for you real quick. Race four is a six foot long, $10,000 maiden claiming wolf fillies. Go ahead, Matt. All right. Uh, so, this one, um, I'm expecting a pretty fast pace. Being only six furlongs, you want to be up at the front. There's nowhere else to look besides this three doozy bats. Shown phenomenal speed in the past races, some solid workouts. Um, I really think this one's going to get out for an early lead and will not look back. Um, I am playing a $3 exacta box here with the two and three. I think uh, with that quick pace, if there is any, um, I don't know, failure to finish, uh, that two keen contender is going to be pressing late. And uh, I just like this pace scenario for that horse a lot. So, Figured why not put the best speed, early speed and the best final speed together for a nice little exact box. So that horse has what I consider to be another one of my dirty little pig boy angles. Little pig boy comes from the dirt. <laughs> He's a weasley little mud grub who needs to be stood on. Little pig boy. Love betting horses that were eased last out. They have eased vanned off. Those are the horses that tend to pop next out and they often get overlooked. My problem was the price was too short to play that mm -hmm. eased angle. Like, I want something big if, I, if I'm going to play it, though. I think you're kind of right on, uh, but I decided it might be a little bit too risky uh, uh, for me there. So, Yeah, I, I definitely think this one's going to chalk out a bit, but uh, that's why I kind of narrowed it down to just two horses in that exacta box and up the minimum on that. So trying to catch the a little price with the two might float up a little bit uh, with the three chalking out a bit, but... Um, I don't know. I'll take a six to five over a five to one any day. Yeah. So I think if, if you're going to play, uh, Matt's uh, win bet there, maybe consider playing a little exacta and throw in uh, the four X factor under underneath there. Only horses actually passed other horses. Mm -hmm. You know what? I mean, could be, a, could be a shocker. Doozy bats could run away with it. And then, uh, you could have the X factor, you know, picking up the pieces up the middle of the track to give you a nice little exacta. We're about halfway through the card. We're already halfway through the ad reads, but we're going to finish those up right now. I will be right back 
we will be right back with more Notorious OTB brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Stick around. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. At Underdog, the season never ends. And right now you can play their fantasy football playoff best ball, the gauntlet with a $1 million prize up for grabs. They also have a ton of daily games for NBA and NHL. Plus, when you use promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com, you get a 100% deposit match up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Welcome back to the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's mine. I'm going to spell my name one more time. Check it. It's the N-O-T-O-R-I-O-U-S. You just lay down slow. So race five, I've got something that might end up shocky. Matt might have a, a better idea. Do you have something here for me, Matt? Race five, eight, eight and a half, four, $30,000 claimer. I really don't. Um, I think this one's going to chalk out as well. Um, so I'm actually going to start off a pick five here. Uh, with the six, I'm gonna single the six cyclone. That's uh, it's it's a bold play. It's a bold mm-hmm. play with the with the single here. But I mean, bold bold plays are what uh what get you paid. So I I respect the single there. Um, I uh, I've got just a straight up win bet here. So I guess I'm also kind of single. Um, yes, I'm yes, I'm single. I, I want to mingle. You want to mingle? Yeah. Now- I pay attention to connections, and right now I'm going to play some connections that are hotter than a pistol, and that's John Holloman, a fairly new owner. He had his first horse last last year with Coach Adams, uh, the horse that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Now he's got a string of like 15 of them, and he is winning everything that isn't nailed down at, at Oakland. Wow. I just gave it a look. Uh, if you count some of the collaboration-owned horses that he's got with uh, Flying P Stables, he is tied for the lead in wins for Oak, for the Oakland meet with owners, hitting at 55% with his entries. And he's got about a grand lead in the owner's, uh, owner's uh, standings by dollar amount. Like, these horses are firing for Deodora right now. And I got admonished for taking Ice Orchid over uh, his horse that won the stakes race last weekend uh, by my buddy Tim Stedman, uh, Titan of Litigation, who works for John. And uh, I'm not fucking around with it again. I'm going just straight up $30 win bet on their horse. The number two uh, for you uh, non-wine snobs is pronounced Muvedra. Excellent varietal. Uh, It's four to one. Man, I hope people keep sleeping on him because you keep getting fantastic odds on his horses. And I don't understand how it's happening. He's got Robertino Diodoro trading all of his horses. They're hitting at 30% now. Look out for Muvedra shipping in from the West Coast. Matt, let's see. You went with your single there with the six. Why don't you go ahead and take us into race six because I skipped out until race eight, and I know you're on your pick five. So let us know how that pick five continues. All right. Yeah, so race six is a claiming uh, 20,000, six furlong on dirt. Um, I am projecting kind of a slow pace in this one. Um, you've got some early speed on the inside with the one and the two. Uh, but I think uh, the 10 victory march is going to be moving strong from the outside. Um, it's shown uh, it's rain well. Um, of course, I just closed out of my past performances. So let me open that back up. Um, but no, go. it's closed. Yeah, it's closed well. Um, I think this one's this pace is going to set up perfect for this horse coming off. 
Um, but I am also going to do uh, an exact box in this race as well. Uh, I've got the two Uptown Hustler. Um, I think this is the better of the early speed horses. Um, and then, of course, I've got the nine in there, Hanks, uh, who's a presser, should close pretty strong. And then, of course, the 10 I was just talking about. So uh, just a small $1 exact box with the 2910. And I will say I got to jump back to race five again. On top of the pick five, I did a $2 double with the six, my single, to the two, nine, and 10 as well. So I'm kind of not really hedging my P5, but covering myself. Okay. That's why, I mean, that's all that matters. You know, at the end of the day, CYA, baby. Cover mm -hmm. your ass. All right. That's a. Uh... I can't, you know, I stayed away from it. I like your 10. I, the reason I like your 10 is it's got that middle move for uh, the patented Oaklawn swoop. There it is through the turn. Looks like it always makes up ground going from the, uh, you know, from the third call to the, to the stretch. So it's going to be moving at the right time. And uh, mm -hmm. it's really set up to kind of hit that tractor trail right in the middle of the track. So I dig it. I dig it. Uh, race seven. That's another one I, I also skipped out on since I'm holding out till race eight. Uh, seven is a six furlong, $90,000 main special weight for three-year-olds. Uh, what'd you go with here? Uh, first hit me with your pick five play and then let's hear what your uh, individual plays might be. All right. Uh, so in this leg, the third leg of my P5, I'm just going with the three and the five plausible denial of the three. Um, this is a, a another strong closer I like, and I don't know why I tend to like closures more, but I don't know. It's just something about always closing. And then uh, the five as well, Life on the Nile. Um, this is another early speed horse, but uh, like I tend to do with most exacta box, I always include one good early speed and one good late speed. Just that way, if, it, if the pace flip-flops and goes the opposite way that I am projecting, I get somewhat covered. But uh, so, yeah, for the third leg of my P5, going with the three and the five. And on this race alone, just doing a small exacta box with the three, five, and nine, trying to catch a price with that nine. I like it. I like it. Looks like maybe that five made a move at, at you know, not quite the right time last time. It just kind of missed out. Uh, maybe it was mm -hmm. a bit, uh, you know, a little bit immature, a little bit keyed up. The horse is a first time gelding. It's been working great. Uh, got a little gate workout coming out of the last one. Got caught in the duel. Uh, you know, could could definitely be out there. Uh, yeah, I dig it. I dig it. Moving on, let's hit race eight. The feature, kind of, if we can call this $80,000, non-winners of something, uh, optional claimer, a, a feature, but it's definitely the most expensive race on this card. Um, yeah, I I had a little exact to play, but we're still rattling through uh, Matt's pick five, so go ahead. Hit me with what you got here. All right, so fourth leg of the P5, going with the two, three, and eight. Uh, the two, Classy Bridget, I think sitting at two to one right now, so it should, uh, hopefully it won't chalk out too bad. Might uh, fluctuate with uh, some money going to some other horses, but um, that three, you glow girl. Um, it's got nice pressing speed that I like. Uh, it's projected first in my model for pace, um, which that's something I always, uh, always tend to play just because it's I always, I'm a big proponent of pace makes the race. Um, and then that nine con or yeah, the nine con uh, Charlie may, sorry. Um, it's got some nice, uh, I'm looking at the wrong race. Sorry. 
Race seven, number nine, Royal King has got. No, no, you're, nice... on you're on it. That's race eight. Charlie May, the nine uh, for Alan Milligan with a uh, Ricardo Santana Jr. up fifteen to one. Uh, yes, that's that's right. Yep. Um, two, three, and I'm sorry, I'm getting my uh, my races mixed up. Race eight is two, three, and eight. I apologize. Two, three, and eight. So eight condensation. Uh, this is another early run running horse that I like. Um, but it has shown that it is capable of closing strong as well. Um, so I think this one's going to be pressing the lead and uh, should make a nice strong move late in the race. We saw this one pretty similar, though I did use that nine, Charlie May. Uh, my last play here is a $5 exacta. I'm going eight, nine with two, eight, nine. Originally, I stretched this out to a trifecta. I was thinking... 8-9-2-8-9-2-3-8-9. And then I was thinking, no, nah, I'm going to get cute. I'm going to go 8-9-8-9-2-8-9. And then I thought, how fucking arrogant. How arrogant am I to try to, tr try to you know, stretch that out to a trifecta? No, I'm keeping it simple with the exact because the trifectas here are really hard to hit, though you are handsomely rewarded. Uh, I used the 9, Charlie May, uh, and the 8 on top. Uh, condensation, the two you mentioned, which, man, Chris Hartman, 42% right now. Uh, might be the only person hotter than Dio. Uh, but Charlie May is worth a look. Uh, drops out of a non-graded stakes that was on uh, New Year's Eve. Uh, got romped like you would expect this horse to probably get romped. But it's back. It's in without a tag. It's second over the uh, the local track. If we look back at the uh, the works here, October 22nd had a nice 48-second uh, work. Uh, then goes seven furlongs. You just don't see that anymore. And then a nice, easy five furlongs so i like that bullet with leg stretcher leg stretcher uh really just long stroll in the park so i went uh eight nine two eight nine and i completely agree with what you were saying with uh, the two classy bridget uh and the eight looks like you're all over the hartman's there my man yes sir all right here we go heading into race nine this is where matt's going to be clearing out his pick five hopefully clearing out this pool to make all sorts of money to make all sorts of bougie statements like this one as soon as I find. There it is. Hide the money, y'all. There's poor people around. <laughs> With your broke ass. All right, tell me how you're scooping all the money out of this one. Race nine, let me set it up for you. It is going to be a $90,000 six furlong. Archie Brett's people hate these races. I love them. I love them, though. How are you closing it out? All right. Uh, so I'm closing it out with three horses here. The four, seven, and eight. You got a four first-time starter. Um, I, I like the pedigree of this horse. Um, the AWD is for the Siren Dames at seven and 7.1, so a little bit longer than today's dis or Friday's distance. Uh, but Dame has two winners from three starters. Um, Brad Cox, trainer. I mean, what what more do you have to, to see um, for a first-time starter? So I'm definitely including that one on my ticket. And then I've also got uh, the four, seven, and eight. So seven, Ev Sherman. Um, my model just really, really loved this horse. Uh, it, get, it got one across the boards, which is uh, pretty rare for my model. And whenever that typically happens, I have to include that horse. Um and then the eight, Skyped, uh, is a presser horse. 
So should be making a late move in this one. Um, and I always tend to see the pace is a little bit quicker when there's first time starters, just due to that lack of experience, they want to get out there and run. Um, so I think it's going to be a pretty quick pace to that first call slows down quite a bit to that second. And then it's going to be kind of a wild card to finish. So no, I've got, four. Go sorry, ahead. go ahead. No, no, please. Uh, so I've got four, seven, and eight, and then I'm also doing a little exacta box uh, with the four, seven, and eight, and then I've got the three in there as well. I mean, those are all horses that that I definitely uh, consider the four. I mean, you got the firster for Brad Cox, and not not only a firster, but a firster with uh, ten strike racing. Who, if you look once again at the owner standings, uh, ten strikes up there in the mix, and Brad Cox is their go-to trainer. Uh, you know, F Sherman definitely like. You know, with these sort of races, sometimes it's as simple as an equipment change, just knowing that someone is paying attention to their archibreds, as many people tend to not do. Uh, so throw the blinks on there. So I, I definitely like that. Uh, you know, I, I stayed away from this one just because, uh, one, it's a it's a huge race, but two, it it was just kind of lacking on some of the, the things that I really like to look for and where, you know, where I did see kind of the connections I liked. You know, it was a you know, a little bit, a little bit more chalky than I want to play in this sort of race. Um, if I was going to throw out a bomb here, uh, let's say the, the 11 Chrome candy for the dirty old pish, uh, Danny pish, uh, with Tyler Bays up just because when these fields get so big, it seems like, uh, you know, it's the outer post that always end up taking it home. So uh, mm -hmm. if I were going to consider one, it would be the 11, but I think you're probably right on with the, uh, the horses, uh, that you selected. All right. That's it, man. We powered through that card. It's yes, sir. It's bedtime. So for the folks who don't know or don't follow me on Twitter, my wife had to fly to Florida for uh, for work, leaving me and my three and six year old daughter home alone, which is a dangerous prospect. And uh, I just I'm worn out. I got up this morning, though, and I got a text from my wife who's sitting in the airport in Florida. That's like um, every mm. flight in America is delayed. And all I could think was mother of <laughs> god i got through the one day i don't think i can do two um, yeah so fortunately fortunately i don't have to thank god we got whatever coleco vision or pong machine that they have running the faa these days up and running uh matt go ahead rattle off your uh twitter handle for the folks he gives out free plays every day it's all from his model he does some really cool statistical analysis he does his, you know like he said he's been saying his pace overlay so it's good stuff especially for free which I make people pay, which makes people come after me like uh, like uh, Inside the Pylons did the other day. What's that Twitter handle, Matt? So armchair HNDCP, just handicap without any vowels. Um, so, yeah, like Chase mentioned, I uh, built a model back in COVID. I've uh, been tweaking it every every so often since then, but uh, right now I'm in the middle of a very big update to the model, um, includes adding about 30 to 40 different additional factors. And then uh, I'm actually developing some figures on my own as well. I've been testing them, been doing pretty well. So I'm, I'm excited to get them incorporated and start, uh, start sending out that new version. Uh, but yeah, post everything for free working on a website, working on a YouTube channel as well. So I think uh, 2023 is going to be a big year for armchair handicapping and Absolutely, we're going to be making man. some big moves. 
Yeah, man, you're already making the making the boss moves. Look at you. I'm like, <laughs> proud of you, my man. Uh, yeah, so check him out. I mean, he does multiple tracks most days, uh, whereas mm-hmm. I can only have the the brain power to focus on one typically. Um, so make it home, making your own figures. I, that's something that seems super daunting, but I have to imagine that you've got a lot of that automated, right? Yeah, I've got a lot of it automated. Um, but it, I mean, it's been a lot of trial and error with it. And uh, I've liked what I've seen so far. So like I said, I'm really excited to, to see what these figures uh, produce and hopefully they produce some winners. So and that's my main goal is just to, to help people get winners and winning tickets. And I mean, it should be it should be us handicappers versus the tracks, in my opinion. I mean, right. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. I mean, they, they get their little rake. It's time for us to have our, our day in the sun. Uh, exactly. And I'll tell you what, I've always heard that that's kind of like when you hit handicapping God mode is when you start, you've started making your own figures and everything. And I mean, cause you can, you can, if you've got a figure that is, you think is bunk based on what your figure says, that's something worth, I mean, that's an edge because no one else is doing that. That's right, folks. Armchair handicapping is doing things that no one else does. Attempting, attempting, attempting. It's okay. Hey, yeah. Hey, man, take your swing. You gotta start uh, somewhere. All right, that's gonna do it for us. Tourism TV, our bankroll builder Wednesday show. We appreciate you dropping in, and we will catch you next time.